Hey guys, mm-hmm. welcome back to Wine Eye Wednesdays. It's your girl JB Cott, and we're back with another episode. It's your girl Lex Monet. It's your girl Judy. It's G. What's happening? And Chris is not here, but hey, Chris, y'all, this what is up, our. Life? What up, good life? <laughs> this is our annual episode. We have made five years five years that's is signifying that our producer should put some stuff there so let's hope he does you know let's just speak on the moment me giving y'all y'all flowers because i joined the podcast late by the time i joined it y'all already had everything up and running so to be able to say yo we done made it five years we done took some breaks here and there Mm -hmm. which i feel like you know there's nothing wrong with yeah Mm -hmm. taking a little moment off but Mm -hmm. i just want to talk about the dedication and take to come to this motherfucker every monday Mm -hmm. when you ain't getting paid for something that you like to do Mm -hmm. and eventually this shit turns into like a job so Mm -hmm. i'm proud of y'all for keeping y'all foot on them folks necks and not giving up and staying persistent and and this is to get more consistent for the next five years. Okay, more consistent. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Come on, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. Cheers. 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 To five years. And if you are in Houston and you are currently listening to the podcast that is coming out today, um, Wednesday, um, which is today, um, guys. And you should probably see a flyer by now. We are celebrating. Come celebrate. Come out and celebrate with us. February 28th at the Lobby Wine Bar um, in Houston, Texas. It's in the Spring Branch area. But if you are listening, all of our Houston people, all of the people who are constantly telling us to do something, um, this is a event for you to celebrate us, but not really celebrate us. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll all be there. We'll have some little baby merch to sell as as well as merch to purchase in the future. So like pre-ordered merch and little knickknacks that you might need for like wine and just a night, a night out. So, yeah, come out. February 20, 28th is normally the last day of Black History Month, but, you know. Yeah, one more day. Right. Day. And it's on a Wednesday, so. Turn up, cheers. Why not? Yeah, it should cheers be a good ass time. Us. Yeah. I mean, everybody who done, who done came to an event can testify that whenever we do have an event, it it's so going to be a good motherfucking time. It's so fun. Like, and cheers to more events in our five years. Like, this is going to be the year of events. Mark mm-hmm. our words and, and mark your calendar. Right. right. <laughs> mark our words, <laughs> mark your calendars, and pull up for real. Don't And don't wait till the last minute because that's what y'all like to do. But that's yes. neither here nor there. Y'all tend to wait till the day of the week of and be like, oh, you got another ticket? Of course we might do, but um, <laughs> that's not the point. We might right, do. come if you know you're early. coming, just, just RSVP. Right, RSVP. Come on, come on in the room. But yes, cheers to us. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for what's to come in year five. Oh my gosh. They normally say that year five is the year that things pop off, so buckle up, buttercups. Let's hope for it. All right, y'all heard him. Let's get to it. What's the vibe for today, Judy? All right, so uh, before I get to the vibe, I want to mention a couple of new uh, songs and albums that were released. Um, So 
uh, our girl, uh, Cuban on Cuban, okay? Uh, my <laughs> girl, River. So many, the girls, all the girls dropped up. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, Putting well, the R Rilla, in Cuban is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> when I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, I missed that. Just a little ring to my ear. Um, Glorilla released a new song called Yeah, Glow, which is crazy because in the song, whenever that part comes up, I be want to say, yeah, ho. Like, for some reason. Yeah. And did you yeah, hear the beat she using? Like, yeah, I, was I like, just be want to say, yeah, ho. But, uh, yeah, she it's, it's got all the girlies and the men's, y'all. They they like that song, too. Yeah, uh, no. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Glow. Because her last couple of yeah. I was going to say that. The, I think I'm the like, last okay, song my girl back. was the. Right. Uh, but can y'all see why I be like playing the Glorilla like song? I do? Yeah. I yeah. love Glorilla. Yeah, like, I do too. And I was, this, this is what I wanted for her. I was a little worried because I didn't know if. Um, sexy redhead came in and kind of like stole her no. lane type well, shit. I, no. And I think for me, like like I said, that last song, Cha Cha, the Cha Cha song, and I was like, okay, Glow, come on, come on. I I was waiting on. on her to get back to yeah, this because yeah. even her first EP was like I played that nonstop every yeah, morning. Yeah, it was a good and little literally EP. like I love every I love everything about Glow. I mean, this is a different. Have y'all seen the video? Yeah, I played it. The on video will put me on to the song. I'm like, yeah. oh, the video hard. Yeah, and video the, hard. Oh, okay, I'm literally hard like, this is a Memphis household in that aspect. No, it's not. Hold on. <laughs> Let me finish. We are from Mississippi. See, you, you know, you My come bad. to the wedding. See, My see, bad. that's that's My your bad. problem right there. Trying to speak on stuff he don't even know My about. Bad. This is a Memphis household when it comes <laughs> to that type of music. If y'all, you know, were present. Y'all knew I played only Big Glow. I feel like I was Big Glow during my wedding fiance oh, era. Mm, and he mm. was definitely Dolph. And we were like a match made in heaven. It was amazing. Why? But you didn't come, so you went out. Sorry. Uh-huh. I, said, I said my love. Uh-huh. Not I said my love. Shit. Um, uh, okay, so a couple other ones. Uh, uh, Young Miami and JT, they both released each of their own um, singles. Uh, Sir released a new song uh, back in January. I meant to mention that um, some episodes ago, but I just want to mention it now. So he released a new song. Um, Kanye and Tiger finally released this album, y'all, that they've been trying to release for shit. It seemed like two months at this point. Um, and then none other than Mother released a song, y'all, uh, at the end of the, well, she had a Super Bowl commercial. And, um, yeah, the the country uh, album is soon to come for Miss Beyonce. So she released a song as well. Uh, two. Two. Yeah, that's right. It was, Sorry. It was two. My you bad. No, I'm not a beehive. I Sorry. Was no, no, correct yeah. me, correct me, because it, it is. It's two. Um, all right. So for the vibe of the week um, is self-explanatory, I'm sure. Um, but Usher uh, was the halftime performance at the Super Bowl, um, had a long list of hits, left so many things out on the table. Um, but my boo that he performed with, uh, Alicia Keys. Now, before we get to this, let me just say, I've never really thought Alicia to be the type of singer. So I don't understand why people keep coming at my girl, making all these comments. Cause I don't think anybody's ever looked at Alicia as just that type of singer, but my girl was stacked. Uh, she definitely stacked. <laughs> my, girl is, my girl is stacked and been stacked, okay? Uh, but yeah, my boo, uh, which is, that, take, that song takes me back all the way to high school, that little, my, uh, my, uh, my, and then there was a, was, it, was there a remix for that song? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I'm thinking of something. But I wish I'm thinking of Love in This Club. That's what I'm thinking of. My bad, my bad. I think uh, it was a, uh, 
Was there a remake? Yeah, I think so. It was like, my boo, I rub, I want to rub on your booty. Mm-mm. Okay. Let me see. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's, <laughs> so you want to lie. You a fat face. That's not, I that's, had that's, to take it from you. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take it from you. You a grown man. Like um, Beyonce did it. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. They but said yeah. that Beyonce uh, basically proposed at Usher's, Usher's wedding. Because <laughs> she dropped that music, y'all, during that damn Super Bowl last night. I feel night. like maybe it's because I didn't give a, I feel like. Baby, but after mm-hmm. after she dropped that commercial, after she said she was dropping new music, after she said the music was out, y'all, I was actually on. I was, I was standing at the TV on fucking Apple Music because I said, hold up, wait a minute. I wonder, I, I wonder if it fucked up Usher streams because, you know, no, a lot of times no. people. So that's, man, I wish I could find it. So Confessions is actually back. It's like charting, the right. yeah, it's yeah. chart, it's back charting, um, and something else was back uh charting too. Uh, shit, I can't remember, but yeah, Confessions is back on the okay. on the chart. So Did and it was um his new album. Usher. So Usher, new I, album? so I listened to it. So that yeah, so Usher, Usher does have a uh, he does have a new album out called Coming Home, and I I. I couldn't get through it. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna yeah, give it one real? more spin. Yeah, I'm gonna give it I'm one just, more spin. I'm gonna keep listening to confessions. Um, yeah, and I, got the I mean, I get him. You know, wanting to release, you know, another album. That's but it's just because I missed the residency, and I'm gonna go to the concert, and mm-hmm. now you're gonna have all this new fucking bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. they said because it's the past. It's the 20 year anniversary. So yeah, it's so a he past. The future. He gonna have prison. Shit but from this his is really. Album. I feel like this is. I, I think this is one of the this particular album. If he only do like a couple of songs from it, that's cool. Cause it's it, it honestly, it's not nothing to. It's not nothing. I, I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't really care for the album. Um, I guess there were. To. I guess there were a couple of songs. It's not just completely bad, but don't go into it thinking that you're gonna get a confessions or a. Yeah. They uh, said it had like th- like a couple songs. Uh, every yeah, mine like is good. Some good. pop songs. Yeah. Some, R&B, it's a mixture. Some did like a whole. Wait, that song is on there. Yeah, good, good is on there. Yeah, yeah, good, good is on there. Um, so yeah, he. You um, fuck with good, good. I'm just if that's the type of time. <laughs> <I'll do. laughs> well, hopefully, but shit, if his, um, I mean, his concert is gonna be, I'm sure, the Super Bowl times, please ten, of course. But he, even with just the 13 minutes, he has so much old shit that he still yeah. left out. On that table, so um, and hopefully so, by the yeah. time he get to Houston, with it being a later date in it's his tour, the yeah, then he'll goddamn know like I they ain't really fuck with this new, new shit. shit. Let me give him more of my old shit. But I said that that's how it, the residency was. It was a lot of old shit because I think the album did come out while he was on. It, it just did. came out. It just oh, came out on Friday. Friday. Yeah, it just I came out on Friday. Came out while he was during doing the thing. Good, good. Oh yeah, or maybe some of his latest music, but they said he really only did old shit on his perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, song, yeah. Because when I said that, but it was a lot shit. of theatrics. It was the stripper pose. It was the and I I hate to say stripper pose because it's not just a stripper pose. What else do you it call was, it? The fire pop, the firehouse pole. I don't know. It's just a pole. It ain't a stripper pole because it was acrobatics. It's, like yesterday, you noticed nobody said anything negative about the stripper pose for real. It was like air, like the way they did it. Because we love it. Was it? I've never heard anything neg- negative about a stripper pole in the first place. <laughs> about them folks. You know who oh, I'm talking about. Folks. Them folks. The white oh, tees. They, was, the, they like it too, shit. The Swifties. 
<laughs> they be in them gentlemen's clubs. Y'all like went to never mind. Okay, whatever. You went to a male strip club, bro. You to freaky a as white hell. Strip club. Gentlemen's club is I've still the, the regular strip club. Yeah, That's just what they call it. The white, white, the white people yeah. call it gentlemen's club. club. And gentlemen's I went club. to one, and I was like, women. Take me to um, but it's it's a happy medium. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I mean, you really got to go to Magic City, like. You really no, gotta go no to the, like. I'm trying you, to go for the wings. Fuck the hoes. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, I want to see somebody. I want to look at somebody. Until you go to Magic City. To go to Magic Man, City. I went to Magic City when I was freshly like maybe 21. It has to be like 21, 22, and I was like, like they were on the like P Valley. They really, they, they really, really be like that. One, they really be. Naked. Houston hoes could never yeah. and do never. They actually never. look good and they actually like when I say acrobatics, like the lady good. was on the ceiling, like with her for that feet money. on the ceiling. Do that be naked? Yes or no? Yeah, that's what I said. Great, you sold me. Yeah, Houston strip clubs, like yeah. where they have clothes on. No, I'm talking about you see hoes put like and they have like the Jackson with the the just the nipple maybe. Covered, but even that they might no, take that out for a G string. Yeah, but I mean, but it'd be nice. It's like they get there and it's yeah, just like a whole get, performance. It's literally goody, like the, the P goody. Valley performance, right? It's really dope. But that's that's it for the vibe. The, who you said? Which which song? My boo. My boo. I feel like Superstar. Uh, like Superstar. Uh, uh, is that the song I was just saying? Well, I picked my boo because what's your favorite song off of Confessions? Well, I guess. Superstar, Superstar or my boo. I picked my boo because of Valentine's Day. That's really I, I actually I like. Oh, that's cute. That's yeah, cute. That's, I like that's really caught up. Uh, oh, caught up slap. Uh, uh, caught yeah. up. It was like the little break in the um confession. Y'all know it was my, I, y'all know it's my favorite part. My favorite Cause nice song cause, of confessions. Is them my, can you handle it? That's the only my yeah. favorite <laughs> song. Ooh, okay. I'm a little bit disappointed. Anybody say um seduction? There's so many on seduction. That man, that motherfucker slap. Have like, we ever talked about Jamie Foxx's unpredictable album? That's another. No, that's album. no, it's another slapper. Another though. classic album it. where it's I no repeats. But like the he was vocally like singing and it was mm. really good. But that's when we like, oh, this nigga really a triple. Threat. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he could do it all. Like damn, wow. But yeah, Usher Confessions album and to learn years later that it wasn't about him and Chili really like I was like, oh damn, they really sold that album. <laughs> Like <laughs> they knew they had me people to think it was about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And the whole time it was about it Jermaine Dupree. I said, Wow. So you and Chili broke up and y'all been single for years for no reason. Well, it was reasons, but damn. Was it about him and, and Janet break up? Or just no, him apparently and it was about him. No, I think it came out when he was with Janet. But it was like uh, about him with some, and somebody else, I think. Crazy. So Usher didn't really get a phone they, call in the club saying that somebody was pregnant. No, it was literally Jermaine yeah. Dupree. Damn. Like it was nothing. Like he saw. Like that's when entertainment was really just that. Mm-hmm. Like entertainment. Like he really sold us that whole situation because we really thought that that was because I really life. believe that that's how he it found out he had right. his kids. <laughs> right. I really believe. Yeah. Like, no, oh shit! You trying to make an album? Nigga, call you and tell you that I'm gonna call you back. Like he really right. Did he have every video to every song on the album? Yeah. Like every yeah, song had don't a video, and it was like we we saw the transition. We saw the transition. That's when videos, man, make Slap. videos great again. Bro. I mean, they I do. Mean, that's that's why I like do. the glow yeah, shit. I've actually been 
seeing the artists right on their budget. They really been even Lotto new um songs. Yeah, good video. Glow mm-hmm. had a good video. Cause Key Glock was like John Wick. Glow video was and that's the re- that's the whole reason why I picked Let's Go that one time. Cause that that Let's Go video is they actually been. Put yeah, they were putting putting in the work. That's good, man. Artist development, mm-hmm. entertaining. Because we used to be ready for a new bit, video. Yeah, exactly. Let's you get was, Free and AJ back too. Yeah, is it? Or just somebody, for that matter. Nah, okay. we need Free thick ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all know that that was, or maybe it wasn't Braves the whole time? Maybe it was no, Reed. he he had them for real, but real then dreads. They, but, but then he cut his hair before the. Uh, Reunion, it was weird. Whatever the fuck, it was like when yeah. they were showing them on TV or a movie, mm-hmm. they gave him a fake wig. I mean, yeah, a wig, a dread wig. So everybody <laughs> thought the whole time it was fake, but back then it was real. It was real. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, what's the what's the juice? He was not on his Jay Z shit. Okay, <laughs> y'all gonna stop saying Jay Z got a wig on? How them dreads keep growing? He get a longer. He get a longer. Wow. Now Beyonce got like ten thousand dollars. So y'all saying he got Monday, Thursday, Friday wigs? Every couple months he get a longer wig. But it's the same. It's the same one. Give me a. Give me a. They are fucking billionaires, and you. If I can pay somebody to make longer dress for me every six months, every three months. Um, the juice. Well, y'all know we already talking about the Super Bowl, the Kansas City. Chiefs won again back to back. Bang bang, no Super Bowl ring. Send them motherfuckers back to uh, San Francisco. <laughs> what is it like? They've been in the Super Bowl four times in the yeah. last five years or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, it went into in the overtime same category as Brady yet, or you gotta uh, wait? He nah, got three. I feel like he's definitely in the same category. I'm not willing to put him. Over Brady just yet. No, he gonna not have over to have, Brady, but, but like, yeah, no, yeah, he definitely like in the category of like I probably like top five quarterbacks ever played. You so can't far. bet against him because you can't. Yeah, you That's can't what I was telling him. somebody yesterday, but <laughs> I was like, who you going for? Him, yeah. I was like, the 49ers got the team, but you don't bet against fucking. You Patrick cannot Mahomes. bet yeah. against yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, it went into overtime. I think I said that was the first time since um the. Fa- since the Civil War Super Bowl with the mm-hmm. Falcons and the uh, New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made for good. Because the first half, I'm like, damn. Well, it was like they was a good matchup because it was like wasn't nobody getting too far. Then the second yeah, half, uh, Usher, that, 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 they turned they, they nigga up in that second half. Nah, the, for um, real. Then in the locker room saying, who's Super Bowl is it? Ah, oh, it's the Ushers. <laughs> um, we can't let him steal the show. People, everybody was saying, expecting that Travis Kelsey was going to propose to Taylor Swift. Why? They the just started talking. That's what I said. <laughs> no, I said, hey, they've like, been dating for a They've been talking months. three months. <laughs> somebody, they was telling me that they been talking for him. And I'm like, I could have sworn it been like four Hell, months. Even if it's a year, sit your right. ass down. Right, facts. But then now people are speculating that they damn near a PR couple. Because they be saying, it don't look like they got like chemistry. chemistry like she yeah. be patting him on the back like. Good job, pal. I can definitely see him not being the type of person, just personality-wise, that she used to. Everybody was wondering. They kept the camera. They didn't show fucking Taylor Swift on camera more than the actual game. And um, Ice Spice was in the um, booth with her in the in the suite. And everybody was like, where the fuck did this come now from? Now, that, that was a, a but odd apparently, couple. <laughs> um, even more to the point of them being like a PR couple, apparently... Taylor Swift ex, he was like a Nazi. 
and he was saying racist stuff and he mm-hmm. got like on somebody's podcast and he made racial slurs towards Ice Spice. So I yeah. guess after that, um, Taylor uh be like befriended her type shit. But she do that every time. So now you dating the the white man that was kind of the token like white boy that was dating black girls. Now you want to date him? They don't even match. You was just dating a Nazi. Now you want to date right. this? <laughs> Which beliefs do you really have? <laughs> Who you Shout fucking out with? Shout out to Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna take it back to him Wonder for um telling them telling these reporters last week don't do that shit during Black History Month. Talking about he invented the the, fade. the high top fade. He right. said he <laughs> said I can tell your ass what to get. But don't he said don't do that, especially on February first. Have y'all lost y'all mind? Yeah, he did. Like he really that. snapped on them. I, I was mean, like, shit, look, sure look, they look say, where he grew up. Nah, he don't tell their ass. Yeah, he he was like, I can tell you what to get. He said that's just something I pick when I go to the barber shop. I can tell you. He said I can tell you how to get it. He said, but don't do that, especially on February first. You can't do that. I I, I appreciate you, my blood. Uh, you are right in my book. As we know, Usher performed. He did great. Um, shout out to. D. High picks over here trying to freaking pay all these people to act like they won a fucking million dollars, <laughs> or they paid them a million dollars to promote Who? prize, prize picks. picks. The celebrities like Ruby uh-uh, Rose. Wait, 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 wait! We not off Usher Super Bowl performance. <laughs> you didn't mention the best band of the land. Yeah, man, what you about to say next? <laughs> The so best. Shout out, to, uh, shout out to the best band in the land. The Jackson State University, home of the mighty blue, white, and tiger stripes. Tigers. Y'all got red now, so don't forget the red. Fuck that. It's always been an accent color. Know your <sighs> history. Obviously, you don't. So it's an accent. They looked and sounded good, too. They looked and sounded amazing. Um, mm-hmm. They were definitely featured as one of um the Super You can say they performed with Usher, alongside Usher. They were, mm-hmm. like, definitely shown as much as Usher was. That's a stretch, but um, the Sonic Boom of the Being South. myself. I don't care. <laughs> the Sonic Boom of the South was out there, and you saw it on their drums. I don't care if you didn't see it on their uniforms. We know who they were, and y'all did, too. So, shout out I to. I wonder how much they got for that, like, with the bag They actually, like. okay, so a little bit of history. They, um, Usher asked them in November. They were there for 10 days. Everything was paid for. And the band did get stuff. So, shout out to them. Shout out to the boom. But shout I know they had to, to pay Doc. the school, though. Yeah. But shout out to Dr. Little. He is the band director. Thank you for exposing these kids to so much and allowing them to experience so much. Shout I was going to say, because when I was watching it, because I had been watching it like damn near all day, I'm like, man, that had to be an experience. Like, yeah, they've been there nah, for, they yeah, said that, yeah, they've been practicing since last season, um, and then they've been there the last 10 days, and then now they're kind of going on tour. The Sonic Boom is going on tour, and they're um, coming off tour January 1st, Bro, shut the hell up. No, you, <laughs> on tour? No, Where they, they going? literally bring out Drake. They, uh, you know they're on tour with that? Drake, but they're actually actually on tour. Like, their last stop is January 1st, 2025 at the Rose Bowl. That's the last performance of this year. Why are you hating? So, I guess they ain't going to be at the BT Awards either then, huh? If we ask, we might can carve out some time. Okay. The same <laughs> way. You got to ask. You got to get in line, baby. Um, but shout but out, shout to, out to Usher to, for giving that black 
performance during it was Black similar. History Month because I'm pretty sure everybody just assumed Super Bowl. They thought Usher was going to go more mm-hmm. pop. And everybody was on Twitter like, y'all think he about to be up there perform- performing, da 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 And he performed everything that motherfuckers thought that he wasn't going to mm-hmm. perform. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. He had a lot of Easter eggs. And if y'all don't know what Easter eggs means, it was a lot of a little, hidden, little hidden, yeah, hidden gems about um, Black History, HBCU. He did a lot of stuff to showcase Black History Month, Atlanta history, Black he history, his tickets HBCU. For his tour dropped Everything. over the weekend as well. Added some shows too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be at one. I heard them tickets mm-hmm. high as hell. They but really that not. was really ticket. No, because They're only when I signed up for the pre sale for Atlanta, when I finally got in, it was one ticket left and it was $800. Shit. And that was in a 100 section. But it said it was a Ticketmaster premium ticket. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh, but yeah. today, when my friend went on there, we tried to get the Atlanta tickets. It was tickets left in a 100 section and it was $200. But then somebody snatched the tickets. The whole shit was sold out. And all the tickets were basically resale tickets today. Ticketmaster uh, needs to count that. Yeah. I don't see how they got a um, But action. also, like, the, it's an Austin show um, on a he random Tuesday. Houston. I wanted to go in Atlanta, And it's only three seventy five. I say only three seventy five, but y'all know they got all them out. Nah, three seventy five ain't ain't bad. But plus fees probably going to run you about 500 Which still... I'd rather pay that versus pay 800 for a ticket plus the fees. Right. So, But them resale tickets, they had the resales on there while the tickets were still selling. Resale, $1,000. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, I got to go see Usher because I showed him. I'll be there. I'll be there. That's what like Jen said. I'll be at one of them shows. I did see him the last time he went on tour. uh, On stage for like two and a half, three hours like just so it's gonna be another beyonce so, show. it's still it's left worth so much your money. yes definitely it's worth your money i know it's like oh my god i'm paying I, you're paying for an experience you paying for like even at 15 minutes i was like he did so much last night in 15 minutes two outfit changes you brought out so many people and it was just seem seamless like it was entertainment but i think finest. that's i think that's why sometimes i don't feel a certain way when i pray a price for a ticket especially when it's somebody like that because regardless of who it is i'm paying you to entertain exactly me. so i know that i, I actually you. know somebody who they don't really care to go see rappers because all they do is walk across yeah the i can't i'm not doing I'm, they're like i want to go if i'm going if i'm paying that type of money i need you to put on the a only fucking time i go show. see rappers is at a festival i need I'll you to put on a fucking show uh, artists like beyonce or usher and i paid it three to five hundred dollars mm-hmm. only because i know it's going to be well worth yeah, it's be your worth money, my money. And it's gonna be curated a curated experience like 15 minutes last night you got roller skates you got the skating ring and you got you the got magic city different, different artist appearances coming you got, I mean, you got, you got enough got everything i'm gonna get enough for my little 500 well, all i know is this after uh Don't sunday if i uh buy a round of beers for the tables I want all the ladies to get one. Because if Beyonce can drink beer, if she can drink Bud Light, it you motherfuckers can too. Cider. Can it be a cider? I don't want nothing. Maybe. You'll get the same thing Beyonce had. <laughs> You'll get the same thing. She had a blue and white can. Bud Light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few hours before the Super Bowl, um, Houston had some unfortunate event take place. Um, there was an active shooter at Lakewood church um if y'all don't know that is joel osteen's church it is a houston mega church there was an active shooter 
that came into the church during the service um it was a woman that was with a child and there was a man as well which it was crazy because i live in that neighborhood and literally i was just rolled past the church and my someone had texted me like that it was an active shooter and then like literally minutes later i saw all the police Police, coming like basically houston's whole police force was at the church they had a police standing on every corner because the police were able to get in they killed the woman and i i don't i saw that apparently it was a trans woman janice moreno and she was accompanied by a child and there was a man also but the man got away so they were in the neighborhood looking for the man the child was shot as well it was saying they was in critical condition i don't know the condition of them now at the time they were saying they wasn't aware who got a uh, shot but it seems like they got shot in the crossfire between the police and the suspect um it's still an ongoing investigation they went to a house in conroe to see that's allegedly connected to the shooter as of now we don't know why this took place um this is not the first time a church has gotten shot up as we know but it's really just like that's like the boldest place you could choose to be. Nah, for shooter. real. Nah, yeah. Somebody was like, like, "Damn, she came all the way from Conroe." No all the way from Conroe. And I haven't even went on uh like his page to see if they have made any remarks about that. So he had a service like what? Yeah, yeah. I used he to had he had did a uh I think they had because uh, I saw a clip of him on the news, but like you said, Lex, I hadn't checked the. Uh, his page or anything somebody died or injured the one the, the woman shoot, the, the shooter died. they killed they said her she came in there with a trench coat and, and a, 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 rifle. a rifle but no i'm saying that they Not. killed somebody or injured somebody she, no they killed the shooter but she didn't she didn't injure anybody she didn't. because i'm i used to go there like shout out to one of the old members um rob used to have us literally in church every thursday night with john gray at lakewood but they really have that space under control so they I got off duty officers. Yeah. That's yeah. why they got it so fast. Yeah, they I, was, have I was just gonna say I was, I was gonna say when I well when, and when I saw the so the footage of all the cops, I was like, God damn. The but I don't blame them it, shit. Because they already have cops there. There, but yeah. The way they have it set they up. You so you wouldn't even know who's there, like just mm-hmm. in plain clothing, but also people that just be there and that's why it's so important to have community and that's where the first place be at mm-hmm. it's the church and that's the last place y'all should be there but Ooh, I like, be like at the same time that's why they be they purposely go there yeah. on purpose i don't like i said i don't know the reasoning and the woman is deceased now i still don't see whether or not they found the man that was supposed to be with her but it is still um an ongoing and then shit when i was uh this was like later on in the evening i'm like damn what the fuck going on in houston today i get on 59 coming uh off of fountain view and um it's as soon as you get on the highway i'm talking about at a standstill i'm like what the fuck is going on it's always something going and on. so i was on the far right like if you're kind of if you're like acting like you're getting off and going down or getting off on 610 south but i just kind of cut back over and got 
And I, when I tell you, it looked like some shit out of a fucking movie, like uh, Angela Bassett when she set that fucking car on fire. I'm talking <laughs> about in the middle of the highway, car on flames, it burst into fucking flames. I'm just like, what is going on in Houston today? What is going on? Stay yeah. safe. Stay vigilant. Be safe, y'all. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. Don't now, say that. that's not I was just like, gonna say don't say that. <laughs> now, and, um, that's not now. The last the last juice, um, is just gonna be a little plethora of things. Shannon Sharp is a uh a number of things. As y'all know, he did his last notable interview was him and Monique. <laughs> where notable. she went to say stuff that she has said in the past. Um, as far as being mistreated and conversations, she wasn't ducking. She was being specific, naming names. And people was questioning some things that she said during the interview, and she posted video receipts. She posted all the receipts. So some people was giving her, like, apologies. Um, But then now, people starting to say, now, Shay Shay, you starting to get a little messy now. Like, <laughs> like. Don't get caught up in in the messy interviewing because yeah. I don't know what was the event. It was um it was like a NFL pre show some one some pre NFL event I believe I don't know what the event was, but him and Ocho it was their show. What's their show called? The Nightcap. Nightcap. Yeah. Nightcap. Mm-hmm. And they had Sweetie as a guest, and he was asking her about her shit getting take gifts getting taken back mm-hmm. and. That's too, years old and I'm like, is this what y'all basically all messy shit? And so during this same um weekend, Mike Epps had a comedy show and he told a joke about um basically saying Shannon asked him to come on and he declined because he didn't want him to be looking at his balls, saying he was over there looking like uh Medea. <laughs> Mazia, Madea, uh, what's her last name? He, he from New Orleans, Big said Frida. Big Frida, but <laughs> yeah. he meant Miss Netta from TikTok. Because now oh, they do, they, they do. Miss Netta, Charles, your food is ready. Um, I'm sorry. Basically, he was insinuating that Shannon Sharp is zesty slash questioning Zesty-y. his sexuality in a joke. And Shannon Sharp on the nightcap with Ocho Cinco, he addressed it. Basically, he was saying he not going to chase a lie. He didn't really address, like, the zesty allegations. But he was like, I'm going to leak the DMs um, because you capping. Oh, because Mike Epps, like, was saying, like, that Shannon reached out to him to be on there and he declined. Shannon was like, that was Cap. He said Mike Epps reached out to him to be on there. But he was saying, like, oh, Mike, I'm going to see you when I see you. And we're going to see if you really about that. Fast forward, Mike Epps' response was um, he did DM Shannon to be on there, but it was because Shannon mentioned him during the Cat Williams interview, and he was basically trying to get him to, he said, like, talk shit about Mike Epps, but he didn't. Um, And he said, like, he ain't questioned, he not saying that he gay, but he said he did look zesty as hell. <laughs> And Mike basically said, um, if y'all don't know, the All-Star Weekend is in Indianapolis this year, which is Mike Epps' um, hometown. So he basically told Shannon, we could do what we're going to do, but I don't do no fighting. So you leave up to the imagination what's going down when we uh, see each other. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
then, then Shannon, Shannon responded. It was yeah, like, Shannon yeah. tweeted like some hours ago and was basically like he apologized and I guess they're gonna have a man to man conversation during All Star Weekend. So. I mean, all that shit goofy as hell. It's goofy as fuck. Yeah, it's so, really overshadowing. Like, listening to Lex go through it, I'm just like, this two grown ass men. Yeah. Like, what are and we not, doing? And not grown like thirty year old, like fifty. Like old fifties. Shannon, sit your old ass down. <laughs> we know you strong, bro. All that strong, tough guy shit gonna get you popped. <laughs> but, that's why he apologized. He Mike ain't playing. Mike not about to mofo. put no hands on you. I don't think. They say, Unc, ain't nobody finna fight Joe Biggie. <laughs> All right, you too fucking big. Niggas is not fighting you. And it's goofy for Mike Epps to say what he gonna like, bro. And then he's talking about some bow, bow, Like, nigga, you got too much on the line to be sitting here. I'm gonna shoot this nigga. I don't fight. Come on, bro. So you know what that means. What are we talking about, bro? We are just, that's why I We wanna be mad at the kids. fucking Unc's. Up there. But you know what though? That's the dangerous part about like what Cat Williams did for Shannon Sharp show because mm-hmm. it went viral, it went crazy. But now I feel like Shannon Sharp is in the space of trying to chase he, that yeah. viral mm-hmm. moment instead and of doing it properly. Now mm-hmm. his show gonna become a place where everybody just get on that motherfucker and Talk be messy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like, like this host, the Mike Epps situation, overshadowed the Monique situation in regards to. But shit, he been talking though. Yes, my my has been talking since he already has said that's the reason he was what was he he was jealous. Yeah, but it overshadowed. But I feel like that's what people are feeling like because of all of this stuff. And like I feel like the Monique interview was an actual interview, and it wasn't like just mess. If but you I actually was, listen to it, it wasn't just mess. I think it's just like all of the residual from the. What's that baby name? Cat Williams, and then the Mike Epps and all the other comedians, and not really hearing the actual Monique Strife because everybody who has listened to it and like responded, they're like, "Ah, yeah, my bad." And like that's opening up a whole nother can of worms with everything that she kind of exposed or said, and people are like having to actually apologize and being like, "Oh yeah, she was right, y'all, my bad," and she she was done wrong, my bad. But well, I think it'll be interesting to see what what Shannon Sharp interview is next because goddamn yeah. yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be if it's gonna it be the gossip, need to be three hours if it's, gonna be, if it's gonna be the gossip girls I'm sorry nah, facts. he can kind of keep <laughs> this it. I'm so sorry like talk. yeah God like uh, I just, baby you know, keep that shit back in 45 minutes to an hour max My but all his, is to be honest all his like uh Lex said wasn't messy uh 21 Savage one wasn't messy. I mean, yeah. tap the Browns wasn't messy. Don't nobody remember them. But but that's the point. Like it's gonna become a place where, where people come to see everybody to, air all this shit out. Yeah, like that's I, the only reason why Mike Epps want to go on there is to if you got a problem with somebody, yeah. come on here and you can it's get your shit your off. Shit you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like with once again, which is gonna be dangerous because it's like you gonna really lose your core fans trying to chase this. I right, come on here and pop your shit. And then, like you said, everybody going to start associate him with being a person that's being messy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first thing people always say is, your shit called Shay Shay. Like, this shit is already. <laughs> right. So Club Shay Shay. Yeah. That's what Mike said. Like, what exactly. grown man yeah. named Shay Shay? Which, you know what? I don't know. No grown man named goddamn Shay Shay. <laughs> I can take From Shay. Shannon. But, sh- bruh. <laughs> Shay Shay. Like, who even came up with that name? 
But he said he got it like when he was in his twenties. Now, nigga, you fifty six. Right, let that shit go, man. It's shit, okay. He got a Shay Shay mindset. He 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 act like he just so young. Just uh, that's why Monique <laughs> told him get go. you get you a bitch with some arms and that can cook. God damn, you trying to he get them show, young bitches? Uh, she sure let his ass have it a couple times. I said, damn. Damn, yeah, well, yeah. it'll be interesting it. to see who is who his next interview yeah. is. It'll be interesting to see. Okay, guys. So again, this is our anniversary episode. No, we're not asking the question why are we not married yet? Because at this point, we trifling. Ah! Ah! Shots fired. Shots fired. That's fire. what it is. I mean. You know the pressure is getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. Okay, so you know at this point, because I wish we had a meme for whenever I said Judy's age, because the way she looked at me was so funny. <laughs> but that is descriptive of like, and it keep going up. It's crazy out here. Like, it don't stop. It don't like, stop. Every year, it's crazy out here. Like this, crazy. It's coming around again. And like, <laughs> but um, three yeah. bitch. Oh shit! My bad. See, damn, I'm talking about. See, I was trying to push it, y'all. My birthday coming up. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, y'all, so we're no longer asking. Well, we still kind of are, but not really. Now we're kind of shifting gears to like, what are our top three things that we're actually looking for in order to tie said not since none of us. Well, I am. Oh, I think it may. Oh, that yep. is so cute. <laughs> Look at everybody excited. Who's next? <laughs> duh, duh, duh. Who's next? Uh, uh, go, go, go. Who's house? Not who's house. I don't even think anybody from the OG. Uh, oh, well, no. Is anybody from the OG show married except me? You're no, you're the, the only adult in the world. You're the only one serious with life. And okay. I'm, the, I'm the youngest one out of everybody and literally the only one that's neither here nor there, guys. But... Greg also had another question. Why not wait for love? Like, why not wait for it? Do you have any explanation on said topic? Um, so I was listening to, uh, well, actually, I was on TikTok. And I had came across this interview, and a dude was, like, asking a woman, like, hey, you know, she was talking about how important her career is and how she wanted to kind of get that started before she started to, like, really pursue and take love serious. And he was like, well, you know, like, it's a gift and a curse when you do that. Yeah, you get your mm-hmm. shit together, but you also wasting time, which we all know when it comes to women. If you want to have kids, you're kind of on a on a time schedule. You know, I say that. Don't don't cancel a nigga. But well, no, I mean, I was, I was actually about to drive that point home, actually. That, you know, you have to be. Because, yeah, you have, it's like you're actually on an imaginary time clock, period. And it's always such a tricky situation. And we'll kind of touch on both of these topics interchangeably. But, like, our top three things and why not waiting for love. Like, why not wait until you're ready? Um, it's like Greg is kind of saying, like, it's it's a sticky situation because you can do whether it be a job or a career, like, or a passion project. Because I said this months ago, maybe even a year ago with, Shit, me and my husband, like, we don't have a significant age gap, but we do have, like, a five-year age gap, I think. And damn. What's I'm, my bad. I, I, I meant, damn, that's what's up. Okay. <sighs> Whatever. <Dang>. So, um, <laughs> but, I mean, men don't really have, like, no issues. But, like, at first he didn't see it like me, but I'm like, 
I want to do all of this. I want to do all of that before we start having kids. And it's like, but as time goes on, I'm like thinking like, oh, well, kids don't stop. Now, my friend, I'll, shout out to my friend. If y'all ever need to go to, if y'all ever in Atlanta, go to Cafe Bourbon Street. Um, shameless plug. But she's on her third kid and ain't missed a beat. And so that's how I feel like now. I'm like, I'm kind of okay with it in retrospect of like not waiting Oh well, shit! I ain't, I ain't gotta wait. But like, that was like getting married was never like a wait game. It was more so like the kids were awaiting. Yeah. Um, but people do um want to be men. I often see men wanting to be established, quote yeah. unquote, before y'all actually propose. But I don't feel like the same way people say you're never ready for a kid. I don't feel like you're ever ready to actually get married. I mean that's true, and that was the, that's how we talked about the flip side for the woman. The flip side for the man is, you put in all this hard work, you finally get to the financial. Because most time that's what men wait on right. till they get to a certain financial level. Mm-hmm. Then the question becomes: Let's say you become a lawyer or a dentist or a doctor or some shit. Now you paranoid talking about like, can I trust a motherfucker? Is she mm-hmm. here for me? Is she here for my money? So but you gotta you as a man like shit. Money don't make shit. Is you got time? Because relationships more about like not necessarily. But that goes back into like what does a person want? Because emotionally, I prefer an emotional connection. I want an emotion. I don't give a damn about no money. Mm-hmm. Shit, I got that and then some. But what is the emo? Like, are we gonna be able to spend time together, or am I gonna be a single wife? Are we going to spend time together or are we going to be a single married mom? Like, that plays a part, and I don't think people think about that. And so maybe first we could start with that, the round robin. What are our top three things that we are looking for in a marriage? Stability. Um, I'm going to go being stable. I'm going to go with... um, I don't. I don't know if the word is comfortable, but I'm, I'm gonna say comfortable. Like I, w- I want to be able to be myself around you, type shit. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to have any type of conversation with you. I don't want to have nothing come about to where it's like, damn, I can't talk to this about my significant other type Niggas shit. Niggas be really like, you tell your husband. I be like, I tell that man everything. Y'all, y'all crazy. Y'all think he don't know everything. Nah, yeah. If you're in a relationship, the nigga know <laughs> for right. sure. I don't, I don't know if men tell right, everything, but I know for they sure. Should. We we know everything. So uh, being comfortable, being stable, and shit. What you looking for in a marriage? Being comfortable, being stable. Um, Greg, I'm surprised you not saying one thing. What, six? No. Oh. What's the foundation of marriage? Like being trustworthy, truth, <laughs> stuff like that. Being in love? No, God. What? Man. <laughs> oh man, forgot Big G. <laughs> you forgot. I forgot my boy, huh? Oh, my Mary. But <laughs> no, like having, having no, a yeah, solid God. foundation. Yeah, that, yeah, that's number one for sure. Like a faithful well, I mean shit, I guess I go next. But like that was one of my main things is having a somebody who I could pray with, do devotion. Like we had a, a sound foundation, like being equally yoked. And I don't think I think people think like equally yoked could be financially, but in my opinion, it was more so values. Like, what do do we value the same things? Do we not necessarily plan on parenting the same, but like 
because we don't have kids yet but like our values and morals the same like yeah um i didn't want to be in the situation because i have been previously in situations where that wasn't like in the, both of those things were in the for, forefront like god or just having the same values and morals and then um stability is my last one um mm-hmm. having and i won't even say security as much as it's like emotionally um mentally physically stable and if we're not on track is the other person willing to help you push forward because and that's something that we're learning every day in our marriage is like I'm not always going to be a hundred percent. Everybody that not been around me know from the last three, four months, these have been the last worst, some of the worst months of my entire life. Things I've never known. I would have to go through as an adult things that I never imagined that I would have to go through as an adult, but to have a partner that's like there to damn near like pick you up to walk because you physically can't, move like i might be at one percent that day you gotta because you want to bring a hundred percent in every day but if you can't or you're incapable of doing that is your partner willing to pick up the pieces or willing to do that extra mile like it's not 50 50 it's like literally we're both trying to put a hundred in to make this shit work so yeah faith family all that good stuff football (laughs) <laughs> literally it faith family yeah teamwork make the dream work but yeah that's mine that's my top three <sighs> all right now here come the hoodlums <laughs> wow <laughs> that's like, like, that's i'm like shit not all at one who gonna speak first <laughs> Lex, like, I don't know what y'all talking to me for. What y'all don't even look this way. Okay. We already know Lex top three. So she, well, we, Judy, come on. We already got Judy. Lex. Judy. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know Lex is like, mm. I mean, it's, I guess it's y'all have really talked about what, you know, I guess my top three would be. But I haven't really, I guess I'm just going to be honest. I'm not really in the mindset for marriage. And so ooh-wee, I've never is... really just I can't sit here and I mean so, I this, get it is right this right now in your life you know, yeah this or is, just in general you this is really, right now okay. I've and I've realized this with like within like the past year because I I do want to get married you know I do want a relationship I do want kids but I know I'm not in the headspace to even sit and think like okay yeah well this is what I well, want no, like that's fair marriage. like that's shit that's something i talked and about I, and counseling I counseling like financial to. stability yeah. you know somebody that you know. I can be with, be around with. I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, being around you for five minutes and it's like, okay, I'm kind of ready for you. Like, like everything that y'all said. Yeah. I have to actually like you. Um, but I haven't really thought of just like, okay, when it comes to marriage, like what, what is it that you want? Like, what is it that you're, you're looking for? I haven't really thought of that because I feel like marriage is, is like, steps above just a regular ass relationship you know this is somebody that you're devoting your Your life to life yeah and now they're a part of your life like you were living your life on your own and now they were living and now y'all are coming together yeah so trying to be one um yeah i can be honest i'm not i guess to piggyback off of y'all but for me personally i guess i'm not in that mindset so i don't really have an answer um prior to our actual like when we were actually in our dating season my therapist said that 
she was like, if he proposed right now, would you say yes? And I was like, no, I don't think I want to be married right now. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and you need to have that conversation. Like, you Mm -hmm. have every right to say that. You have every right to have that conversation. Because that's real. And that was like, she was like, but make sure you communicate that. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't communicate that with somebody that you're dating, and everybody, like, that, if it was one of those moments, like, oh, you ready to propose? And I'm like... Oh, I ain't, I'm just, shit, I thought we would just fuck around. Because it's, like, it, it's like that. Like, if I, let's just say I was dating somebody, right, and they, if or we're in a relationship, and, like, right now, if they got on one knee, I'd probably have a panic attack and pass out oh, and like, be like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. So I just, you know, I'm, yeah, marriage is, I guess, what my thought of marriage, and not only that, like, um, not saying that, I want what I see on social media, but it's just. It wasn't the reality of yeah. like the now. Yeah. And I got a question for you. Are you, so kind of like what Jen said about like when it comes to being ready, are we ever really ready for it? Right? And so that's the thing too. Cause um, I used to, I had a friend uh, tell me one time, cause I was like, they were like, well, man, why, are you, why, why aren't you in a relationship? Like, why aren't you with anybody? I'm like, Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm ready. And they're like, you're never just Are you be trying ready. to be ready? Like, are you not ready because you don't want to be? Are you not ready because you don't have a nigga who makes you feel like, you know what? Like, even though I'm not ready, like, he makes it feel okay. He you makes me what? feel safe. I'm, I, I am trying to be ready, but I still feel for me that I know I'm not, um, I have a lot to work on. Like I do, I I have a lot to work but on. But Greg just said um, two things that he actually had two actual things, and I want to point that out because that was dope. Like oftentimes, and I'm gonna let you get back to my bad. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, I don't. Th- I think men often, or people, humans in general, we see it as like, oh, we don't always have that time. But like you were about to say, like you might not just actually be ready mm-hmm. to be with somebody or mm-hmm. like be in that position to love or give give your hundred mm-hmm. percent. But also, men or people in relationships have to realize that shit is this even a safe environment for me to be in? Like. Am I feeling secure? Like, are you putting me first? And most people don't want to do that in relationships or like talking or whatever. And it's like that kind of be what be necessary. But keep mm-hmm. going. And I and and it's crazy because and I'm I'm very uh, receptive of um, feedback. So I've had guys in past like tell me like you know oh well yeah you need to work on this. Not like just rude, saying it in a rude way, but, you know, saying like, oh, you need to work on this. And it's something that I've known I needed to work on, but I jumped into it thinking in my mind that I was ready and like, oh, yeah, I'm a great communicator and I'm a great this and I'm a great that. And then I get there and they're like, uh, you need to work on that. You need to work on your communication. You need to work on, you know, so. I mean, I like you, like we said, you know, no, you're not just you're no, you're never going to be 100 percent ready. But. Yeah, I just I'm not there. Myself, not but I'll leave. get there. We're not going to leave you out, Lex. We're literally coming around to you because she was like, y'all, y'all. Should, oh, I wish we were recording. Y'all should see that. This was like, shit, I'm good on this conversation. We ain't talking to me. What's what are your top three things, Miss Mamas? I don't even know. I'm with Judy like. I can't even think. I feel like these last couple months, 
I've been bumping into like strangers. Like it's been so much shit being mm-hmm. revealed about myself. Like yes. trauma. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like Ooh, I'm wearing Shout out it. to Chris. Yeah. Shout it's out to Chris. He told you this. Me. It's showing in me. Like I will bump into a random man or I bumped it. Like in the same week, I bumped into a random man at the bar and we ended up um, like, we didn't know each other. We both said why we started talking. We ended up talking. We spent like 12 hours together that day. Like we went from spot to spot and we was mm, having like a deep combo. A and deep, they read, a day, they read day. the fuck out of me. It was yeah. like a therapy session. And they was no, like, day, day. <laughs> but one thing they told me, they was like, we started talking about childhood and all. And they was like, you know, you're not going to, um, you're not going to ever get rid of your det- detachment issues like if you don't never have a kid because i told him like how i don't want kids and everything it was getting deep and even one of my friends like she was talking to her dude and like we got on facetime and like my face wasn't in the camera just off like a little conversation it was like oh i could tell like yo guard up you this you that it's like mm-hmm. random and like it's mm-hmm. like clearly my energy mm-hmm. is like showing on me like with strangers yeah and they could see it and i feel like it's like it's meant for me to have these conversations yeah mm, i feel like mm-hmm. my, my man he come whatever mm-hmm. i'm like, coming that yeah. area that era of being like broke down and built up like really i feel like i'm gonna bump into that person mm-hmm. i don't know the criteria i just feel like i'm it's gonna be when you least expect mm-hmm. it. into who i need to be to mm-hmm. meet that person because mm-hmm. i'm just like i don't know everybody could just see like bitch your guard up like a motherfucker like mm-hmm. everybody just seeing like oh do you do that i'm like i don't know maybe that mean my man send them my way bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clearly i gotta work Crazy. on myself first because like i said it's literally been stuff coming up with situations or even people i've been fucking with it's just like damn yeah. so much trauma, trauma is being revealed so many things about myself is being revealed in the new triggers it's like so my so my Marriage? question is this: Are y'all waiting? Are y'all choosing to put work over love at this place? You're right now, work like, or working on yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but work just work actual like your job or like the work you do on yourself. Y'all are y'all placing it over love right now? This is that moment. Niggas always I always say this is my problem. That niggas be at the bottom of the fucking list and when it comes to my life it don't revolve around a nigga the nigga mm-hmm. uh Ooh. like when and most time and that's a man thing like you said most time men if they say oh are you choosing what your passion your career your this your, over that if it came down between them and a girl they're gonna choose that and most time the women is gonna say they would choose their relationship I'm not. Ah, no. shit! I feel like this the table's turning now, cause yeah. I feel like we yeah. have so many women yeah. that are yeah, now the women becoming is the ones. like that's why ooh CEOs of companies and they are taking on more responsibility financial. So I feel like they want to get like, their shit together like too, though. Both people need each other, and I think that's what we're. And I'm taking it back, biblical, and I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But I feel like we were designed for us to be with somebody like yeah. we were not designed I, no, to be I, I by ourselves and so that. i think we and the i mean we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago when we had the guests but we got off on tangents but um i really in my heart believe that we were legitimately designed to be with people be with people and find our person like 
And I know this sounds super crazy, but like three months into me and Lindell like being friends, I wrote him a love letter and I was like, you're going to be my husband. And I was like, God told me you was going to be my husband. I know we're going to go through stuff, but I know you're going to be my husband. And that was it. Like I wrote him, I like the scripture, like love is patient, love is kind, replace his name with all of that. And I thought that was so dope, but I knew it was going to be work. So, but we worked on ourselves while working like through a relationship because I had, we had both already begun working kind of what Lexi and Judy are both saying. Like we were in a space of building ourselves back up. We had already did a bunch of not necessarily failed relationships, but we had a bunch of relationships that didn't work out. I won't even say they failed. They just weren't our person. Like that wasn't the person for us. Mm -hmm. But when we met each other, we were like legit cool. And it was like, we were friends first. We had a solid foundation and so then it's like legitimately working our way up through that. But even now we're still working. Like you don't ever stop working on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's my point about that's my mindset when it comes to like, like working on yourself. Like don't get it twisted. I definitely believe that like, hey, if you have some self-work you need to do before you get in a relationship, take it. care of that shit. But don't let working on yourself be the reason why you're not allowing yourself to be happy with somebody else because – no matter how long, no matter where you at in life when you meet somebody, you're going to still have to continuously work on yourself. So you might as well person. work on yourself with somebody who right. trying to work on themselves right. too. Y'all both trying to get this shit right. Like you ain't going to be the same person. You ain't the same person you was a year ago, two years ago. Yeah. And if you are, something wrong. But do you think, it, I feel like, well, I guess it depends. Because it's like some people, they can do it simultaneously yeah. and some people mm-hmm. won't because some people it's yeah. like, oh, I'm supposed to be working on myself, but that ends up. I feel like that's you. I feel like both like both of y'all, like, I can't work on me and work on this relationship because it's like a block. It's like, now I won't even say a mental block, but no, it's like, bro, I got I time for you. Attachment. I'm going to feel attached. Because what's you, I feel like, you feel like it's something I need to work on. I'm going to work on it, but yeah, yeah. with the next motherfucker. Because now I just feel like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, that is not what they said. That is not what they said. See, how did we get here? How did we get here? Like I said, I'm going to take the advice to the next one. So I'm gonna fix that and then the next All I said was, well, you fried chicken, goddamn. Damn, right, Get him a fucking good cold. No, I don't like you guys. Like, damn. But, okay, round robin. Why not? Why not? Why not wait for love? Why not wait and work or work and wait? Why not wait and work or work and wait? Yeah. I'm a one no. No, why not? Why not be? No. I'm going to why no, because I don't believe in in waiting. I, I, I do the work with you type shit. Okay. So I, I guess that makes me a why no. Why not wait for love? Why no? I ain't, I'm on. Let's do it. Me and Greg the same. Why Why no? Why no? Yeah, I'm not. Well, shit, I didn't wait. Shit. We were here now. Why not wait? Why not? Okay. Why not? Wait. I'm saying why not, but I'm still going to be t- like, like <laughs> still. <laughs> why no, not? I mean, I get it. Are you in the middle again? I'm in the we middle. still got to find, we got to find our middle. We right. got to find out. We got to, no, why not? Why no? Be our in the middle. Yeah. What's the in the middle? Why? 
I don't know. Why I don't know. Why I go through periods, but I I feel like you'll be needing that person. You're tough like, cookie. I go through You're a tough cookie. I go through periods when I'm not, when people like, oh, nobody not talking to nobody. Mm-hmm. I go through periods where I literally don't be talking to no niggas. But mm-hmm. it's like, when I'm not faced with them, it's like, I don't know what to work on. Because it's like, I just feel like I'm working <laughs> on myself, but not relationship-wise, like not partner-wise. I'm just yeah. working on getting right. my working shit together. Yeah. But it's like, until I'm in a situation with a motherfucker, then I don't see what I need to work on as we far as, far as partnership-wise. That's an excellent point. Because you could be working. It's different. Are it's you different working types on your of work. Life, getting your yeah. shit together? Because I feel like I'm one of them people, I don't... I'm going to try to get my shit together. Like, I'm not going to let a nigga distract me. So, if that's that. But some people, is like, they will get they will get distracted working on yeah. somebody. Like, if you reaching some goals, but then now you got a man, and now you're not going to do this X, Y, and Z. No, nah, that, that's real. Because working mm-hmm. on yourself by yourself is a great thing, but it could be tricky when it comes to how you handle you, you relationships. you yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You might be like, you think you're working towards the betterment for yourself, but somebody else That's might come I along am. and be like, man, I don't really like the fact that you <laughs> Do it don't want to have a conversation when you're upset. You always want to shut down. Mm-hmm. And that's because you ain't used to being with somebody who's going to force you to talk this shit out type shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there is nothing wrong with answer when it comes to right. you and your life and how you Do what works right. best for you. Yeah. Works for you. Also talk to people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're okay. Um, this comes to time with our Black History. I mean, ah, it's Black History Month. How do we feel? Have y'all been celebrating? Uh, no, yep. Okay. I yeah, I had yesterday. some Hennessy yesterday. <laughs> y'all are so fucking black. I had oh, some Hennessy wow. and some crab legs yesterday. So wow, I had chicken and some crazy. fried shrimp and some fried fish. I went crazy. <laughs> I, I sure I'd have fried fish this <laughs> weekend. Shout right. out to Banks. He cooks so much fried fish. I mean, God, please. Motherfucking hush puppies. Right, man. Um, the latest. Okay, so I'm going to go to this movie. I talked about American Fiction last week. I'm going to talk about The Burial. It's called It's called The Burial. It's on Netflix, I believe. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. My bad. For, well, not really my bad because I'm doing it on purpose. Yo, did you watch your Black History films? A second, can I get there? Oh, okay. Shit, I am. I'm stuck. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm I've been me. alone. I'm on one right now, but it was. <laughs> give me a second. Right Damn. <laughs> All right. So, um, this is a Mississippi. This film is based out of Mississippi. It's called The Burial. Um, it featured Jamie Foxx. So it probably was on Prime. I think I can't remember what um streaming service it showed on. But it featured Jamie Foxx and that white man that play all the good shows. And it was, I mean, play all the good parts. Um, I can't remember his name. It was a lot of black people in this movie. It was really, really good. It was based out of Mississippi. Okay, yeah, that man. It was based out of Mississippi. Um, it was really good. It was basically about a white corporation burial services how the white people basically y'all remember i don't know i mean and this happened in real time i don't know if y'all remember that but um how they would sell these insurance or these burial plans to black people for these mm-hmm. significant amounts of money um and basically jamie fox was this crazy lawyer and they didn't know if he could win or not i don't know i want y'all to watch the film it was um also y'all remember justice smollett's sister 
okay, we know her name, uh, Journey. Journey Lee. Yeah. Journey Smollett, she was um, the other lead attorney. She was, it was really, it was a predominantly black cast. Um, it was really good. Please go back and go out and watch that movie or go back and watch that movie. It's on a streaming service. I believe it's Prime Video. Um, as far, and to answer this great question, you know damn well I ain't watched no black movie yet. See? I had such a busy weekend I had a Galentine I hosted a Galentine I had such a busy week at work last week Then I hosted my very first Galentine It was so cute um, But we did watch Living Single the entire Man, time Man what you got planned for tomorrow And it was the cutest thing First of all tomorrow is Tuesday Second of all okay, this so what episode you got for is tomorrow? coming out Wednesday Oh you want me to watch a black movie Yeah yes. Uh, <laughs> think you get in between now and okay, next and I'll Monday. put it. I'll put it on the show. I mean, oh, we can review Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice was one of my favorite all time. All time. You want, yeah, you want me a new one? Find me the list. Of, find me the list of black films, and I'll I'll yeah, I'll start knocking that, them out. You seen yeah, Belly? Watch Belly. If it's any shooting, y'all know I can't watch. Okay. Okay, ah. it scares me. Right. It scares me. Okay, shooting. I don't care if it's a little baby shot. It scares me. But I mean, I watched the brothers. I think I watched the wood. I watched all those little cute ones. Like, watch Crooklyn. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did I yeah, watch that's that? That's a one? good one. I don't know if I watched that one. Um, I haven't even seen all the house parties or anything like that. Or Project. Well, don't feel bad about that because after so long, the house parties <laughs> got go bad. <laughs> Is that a black movie? No, no, no. no. <laughs> one with Spike Lee and he was Project the house, X. Was it House Parties? Man. Hey, on that note, guys, we'll holler at y'all next oh week, God. man. We we Not doing Black guys. History Month. No, we got the wine. The wine. We drinking some sweet ass wine. Um, we had to mix two di- two wines. Y'all want to know where y'all can get this wine from? Aldi. You can get it from Aldi wow. for three dollars and forty five cents from Aldi. Um, I prefer the Ziffendil over this sweet red. The sweet red literally tastes like juice. The sangria is a bit tart, but that um, uh, Ziffendil—if you mix the sweet red and the Ziffendil, chef's kiss. Okay, it'll actually be a a good wine. What I would pair with this, um, since it's Valentine's Day, um. Yes, I did this little cheap wine because some of y'all, you know, I don't know. But for Valentine's Day, a quick little, I mean, a good little bougie meal. Y'all can either go go out this week. Yeah, let's go out this week. We're going out. We're going to eat crawfish. That's my, okay, Lex, sorry. That is my that is I my meal. That's where you was going with it. Well, that's always my um Valentine. That's my Valentine's <laughs> Day tradition. I like to do crawfish, but crawfish really not ready. But go out this week. Um, go to one of y'all favorite restaurant. Like get some ramen, maybe sushi. That's the things I like. But it's up to you. Actually, go out. You don't have to cook this week. Be a little bougie. Dress up. Put some on. Put that shit on. Why not? What's the hood meal, Greg? Um, let me take a little sip of it. Give me a little right. damn thirsty <laughs> ass nigga. All right, I just take a little sip. <laughs> it's giving us some real like. Where you taking your hood me on date? Nachos. It's giving nachos. Some rotel. <laughs> it's giving nachos. <laughs> okay. Some fire ass rotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. I but instead of using ground beef, use chicken. 
Oh. Chicken yeah. rotel, chicken that, nachos. That's that's a little too bougie for me. No, it ain't. Not for not you. for you. I would do for I the first do, time and why not? I would history, do a little y'all. sausage and cream cheese and rotel. Sausage and cream tea. You ain't never had the crack dip. You ain't never had the white rotel. Sausage and cream cheese. You ain't had the white rotel. Just no. say that. No. Uh uh. Just say that. I make it for you one day. What's the white rotel? Cream cheese, cream. sausage, and rotel. Hey, no nigga got. How many niggas house y'all went over to have some cream cheese? You know, they put, they stuffed their chickens with everything. Now they got cream cheese. No, that ass. Right. They put cream cheese in everything. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cream cheese. Until next time. Don't try oh, to play it. Before y'all, before we go, I just want to have, I just want to ask y'all a question. What do, what do y'all think about the Super Bowl commercials now? Because I feel like back then, Super Bowl commercials, I Where think that, what did y'all, what did y'all think of the, for me. what did this y'all year, think of the Super Bowl commercials this year? lame. I studied this in college, and all of those were not okay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I studied marketing in college, and so what they do is they, right when the Super Bowl ends, the Super Bowl commercials go on. You start bidding. The number one slot is a million dollars. After that, it goes lower. Um, but normally in the past, it's been Doritos. It's like ever since Doritos got outbidded, them commercials been sorry. So, I didn't even so see T-Moo, a Doritos. So Timu outbidded because yeah. baby. They took all them people info and now Boy. they got that check. All them little kids ordering up freaking. And then apparently they Timu said, had money they for all the slides. Timu, everybody, Timu. everybody said we've been saying it wrong. They were saying yeah. right. Timu, Timu, Timu. It was really different. I that was, was really the shock nervous. for me, Lex. When that, Timu, when I heard, I was like, Timu. damn. So that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah, it was really. I didn't. I don't know if I enjoyed the commercials. I don't feel like they actually putting thought into the commercials anymore. Yeah, like that's what marketing does, branding people. I feel like it's almost like the social media era, and that was the influence behind it. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually having a team, a focus group, like your soup, like people, it's whole marketing teams just for Super Bowl commercials. Like this, soon as the Super Bowl end, till the Super Bowl comes around, it's a focus group, it's a team. And they're creating a commercial to not have that anymore. It's kind of not okay. But bring back real shit, (laughs) y'all. Until next time. Cheers to five years. Bye. We miss you guys. Oh, Chris is coming next week. Until next time.